The difference between a man and a young man is the young man focuses on the distractions and the man focuses on the solutions to the distractions. This is Wright Brennan with the Lost in the Midlands podcast brought to you by Midlands Dumpster Services and Seawright Roofing. And today I am here with a former collegiate athlete, former professional ball player, a, a leader of men and a, a leader in the community, Angel Guerrera, a.k.a. Coach G. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, it's my pleasure, man. So you got some exciting stuff going on. I've heard a lot about the kids that are um, learning new skills, becoming better ball players and leaders in the community. But before we talk about what you got going on now, I do want to jump into your background a little bit here yeah. about your beginnings, where you're from, um, you know, some cool, some interesting pieces here, but, you know, playing in college and professionally, that's got to be yes, quite a, a journey. So where are you from? So originally I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, cool. uh, a little, I guess a little small town called Goose Creek. Oh I yeah. Stratford High School. Um, most of my family is, my mother's side is from Panama yeah. and my father's side is from Dominican Republic. So that's where the baseball background comes from. Okay. Um, I was not really good at baseball in, in high school, dude. I was horrible. <laughs> I was maybe... 5'10", 160 pounds soaking wet, yeah. and I still remember my coach saying, hey, man, you're, you're a great young man, I was like, but <laughs> all the time. Uh, he told me that you're weaker than a wet paper towel, and uh, okay. I graduated at 5'10", 160 pounds, and um, I took it upon myself to get in the gym, and within the first year of college, I gained 65 pounds. Holy smokes. Yeah, so they thought I was using roids, but no, nah, <laughs> Straight protein. Yeah, man. yeah, and I, now I'm six four, so we're good. Wow, God dang, you really did blow yeah. up. <laughs> Holy yeah. smokes! So in high school, were you? But you were on the team. You yeah, were playing yeah. ball. Yeah. And then in college, you were. Were you on the team in college or? Yeah. So in high school, I was a four sport athlete. So I played baseball, basketball, football, wow. ran cross country. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I guess I I kind of wanted to play soccer, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> you only got so much time. So. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, I enjoyed sports to the maximum. Um, and then in college, I went to Morris College, a really really small um, NAIA school um, in Sumter, and then I transferred to Voorhees College. Um, cool. So my first year, I redshirted, and I just took it upon myself to like just get stronger as a man. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's when I gained all that weight. I was eating like six times a day. <laughs> um, Food, food was my uh, was my lifestyle. There you go. Course, you know, so. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, not only did you grow in size, you must have grown in skill level. I mean, it's. Oh. It sounds like you know, from at some point, you know, something started to click. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, after my first year, I really took it upon myself to like, not make everything else about my life. Yeah. You know, and then put baseball in the middle. It was a hey, baseball is my life, and then. Everything else can kind of just like fit where it does. Um, and I made sure that every single day I had my regiment. Um, yeah. You know, I'd eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the morning and eat them at night, you know, and that never stopped. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, you know, vacations and stuff like that. It wasn't going. Um, I think when I left high school, I was probably throwing like 78, you know, and that's that's slow right now. But uh, by the time I got to my junior year of college, I was like 89, 91. Okay, that's pretty fast. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I felt I felt felt good whenever I hit ninety one. You know? Yeah, nobody in the world could tell me anything. <laughs> well, what about the um, the competition level? Was it kind of shocking when you get into the uh, 
the collegiate level, just a difference in competition? You know, um, I think at the beginning, because NAI is such a vast, um, you know, it, it's a difference, right? So, like, mainly we were playing Division Division two schools, um, yeah. like Benedict College, Payne, um, Augusta Regents, you know, some smaller schools. Yeah. But it also helped me understand, like, these Division one guys, man, they're different, you know. <laughs> they It's like... I'm 6'4", 225 right now, yeah, you know, and big. yeah, but those guys are that in high school, okay, you know, yeah. so I'm like, I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, yo, where the heck, like, how did that happen? What were you drinking? You yeah. know, so um, I think the thing that really changed was how important the work behind the scenes is. Uh, yeah, that's the main thing. Like, um, you look at a lot of these pro athletes. And whenever I became a pro, and I know we'll talk about that at some point, yeah. uh, the guys that stay as professional athletes are the guys that do their work behind the scenes, man. Yeah. That's that's the number one thing at all times. So you've got your, you know, God-given talent, and then, you know, that takes you to a certain level. But then you've also, you gotta you got to also continue to sharpen that blade, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to say a big thing for me, too, is, Giving the thanks to the Lord, man. Oh, awesome. Um, you know, sometimes we forget about that. Yeah. Uh, because when things are great, you know, we're like, oh, we're, we're living on this, this this high road. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we only thank him whenever things are bad, for sure. Uh, you know, we're like, hey, man, Lord, uh, I know things are bad right now because we want him to just uplift us. But we got to thank him more when things are, you know, when we're not good also. So. so you got a spiritual side to yourself as well. And that helps you stay grounded, I guess. Massive man. Yeah. Um, for my my mother, uh, you know, my parents split up when I was about eleven, and wow. it was tough. My dad was always there, you know, but his job he he moved a lot. Um, yeah. and uh, he was a professional polo player. So really, wow. Yeah. So it's a lot of athletes, I guess. <laughs> a little different. A lot of competition <laughs> going on in the household. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, and I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Um. You know, he didn't really get to see all of my games and stuff like that, but he tried his best to check in and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I still appreciate him for the things that he did. But um, my mom, man, oh, dude, <laughs> I'm not going to get teary-eyed, but that woman, the amount of power, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, she brought to the table every single day for our household. I don't even know if there's words that can be able to fathom, like how strong you have to be to, to, to raise kids. Um, how strong you have to be to raise a, a man, you know, in a household of all women and in the world that we live in, man, it's not easy. Um, the things that I do now for my young men is to help them understand that men are viewed by what we bring to the table a lot. Yep. And baseball is one thing where you can, you can leave everything on that table. And once you step out of the game, life can be here, but baseball right there at that moment, like you can, you can give everything, run as hard as you can. And you're going to get another chance because it's a game of error, you know. And it just makes me feel good that I'm able to do that every single day, dude. So. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, man. Really cool. This is Wright Brennan, the owner of Sea Wright Roofing. When it comes to the maintenance of your roof, you want to know that you have an experienced team that knows what they're doing. And with 10 years in the business, we check all the boxes. Leaky roof, storm damage, or just overdue on maintenance, give us a call at 803-828-4181 for a free estimate. Again, that's 803-828-4181. And remember, our commitment is to roof it the right way. Well, I want to I talk about your kids, but let's also, I, I know you made the transition from 
collegiate ball to professional. Tell me about that journey a little bit. Um, so the journey is strenuous, man. Uh, I will tell you mentally, physically, and emotionally, it beats you up. I went in a training camp at, in the Empire League, and I played in a little of the Canadian League also, and um, they also have a league up in uh, in New Jersey, and I'm talking about you're traveling one day, maybe two days a week, the other five days you're playing. Um, I went in at 245. Yeah, I was like 240. Yeah. Um, I was feeling good. I was I was pristine athlete, bro. I was well-oiled machine. You know, nobody could get in my way. <laughs> I felt yeah. like LeBron James. Um, but uh, I came back home at 205. Wow. Just because of how much, like, the grind was, you know. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, you're basically working seven days a week, sounds like. Yeah. You're either traveling or you're playing or practicing or something. Yes, yes. Do you even get time to practice? Or just, That's the thing, man. Behind play. the scenes, you got, I mean, very, very low on sleep. You know, sometimes we don't see, like, even with the minor league ball, some of these guys yeah. sleeping on the floor, man. You know, it's it's hard. It's, it's Do they pay you enough to live? Heck no. no. <laughs> Pretty, no. That was a quick answer. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, no, you, 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 got, you got to find a way. So at that <clears> point in your, in any ball players process you're trying to make a move up from there like that's kind of like an intermediate ground is that correct yeah yeah I mean that's just the beginning um that's like uh I want to say maybe equivalent to low 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 a ball it's really it's low but I mean at the same time there's not a lot of people that even sniff it I mean I I can imagine that even that jump you probably saw an additional level of like just um the level of competition going from collegiate to to that I mean that that was probably another wake up yeah man I mean the biggest thing is you got guys who I, I probably the number one hitter I've ever faced in my life he uh he actually plays triple a now for the Minnesota Twins oh. Aldo Cabrera um his brother is um the utility guy for the New York Yankees wow. Oswaldo Cabrera and the most relaxed guy I've ever seen in my life in the batter's box. I swear it's, it's the scariest thing because it just turns into something explosive like that. And I'm like, how do you beat this guy? You know? And he, I threw him a slider one time and he hit the ball far. I hadn't even turned around. I was like, yeah, just give me the next ball. Let me get ready to throw. And then I got him, I struck him out and he tipped his cap. I was like, yeah, appreciate that. Don't, don't don't do that again. You know? Um, So um, it's, it's hard. That's awesome. Yeah, that you've lived a life not many people have experienced. So you know, I mean, in all seriousness, those types of you know interactions with people and, and that level of competition. I mean, you see people with a whole different mindset than your average. Yeah, you know. Sure. So, at what point did you decide that you wanted to go and start coaching? Ooh. So. I would definitely. So I was coaching a little bit at Columbia High School. Okay. Um, before I went to go play. Um, I took probably about five months off before I went to play because I really wanted to focus on my training and just getting stronger. Yeah. Um, at the end of my collegiate career, you know, I was like, do I want to do this? Like, yeah. am, I, am I prepared? Because it doesn't just take a toll on me. Actually, it takes a toll on people who are with me. And, you know, at that point, I was... I had been in a relationship for six years, yeah. five year, five and a half years. Wow. And... Um, <clears throat> Through all that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I was never really home. Um, and then also I had my daughter. She's four now. She'll be four in two weeks. Oh, congrats. Um, yeah, man, she's 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 my everything. And that was another reason why I stepped away. But I stepped away on my own terms. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's like uh, 
so hard to say. It's, it's yeah. Ooh, lost for words on you know how far I've come as a man. Um, coaching has definitely shown me something different that you know the Lord. He's just like, hey man, you need to go and help this kid. You know he may be tough, but you don't realize what he's going through on the inside. And uh, yeah, that's the sure. thing about. Um, I mean, just. And from what I see as a coach, you're not just teaching them the skills. You're like, you really do kind of, you're showing them um, through their own tough times, you know, showing leadership through, you know, you never know what this kid's going through. He comes out here and you make a real impact. I mean, do you feel that as part of, you know, I mean, do you feel that in, when you're out there doing it or? For sure, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And once again, I'm I'm gonna I, I'm I'm a person that wears my emotions on my sleeve at all times. Yeah. But I don't show it here to the point where I'm like I'm gonna make you feel bad because something's going on in my life. Yeah. And that's important for my young men. Yeah. Um. But what I will tell you is I used to work at the Department of Juvenile Justice. I was oh, a mentor. Wow. Um. Wasn't making a lot of money, maybe thirty-one thousand a year. You know. Um. That was my favorite job of all time. Wow. And I think that set me up for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, a kid being behind bars because of a decision that he had to make to be able to get some food. Yeah. That you can't you can't put into words. I'm 28 years old. I've never had to find my next meal. Um, but now I can make sure that you know if a kid ever tells me, "Hey, coach, man, I need some help," I got you. You know, yeah. and at that point, those kids behind bars, the only thing that they were looking forward to was me coming to the facility every single day. They couldn't leave. Yeah. You know, um, and us as as Americans in this world we live in, man, sometimes we put ourselves behind bars without even, you know, being behind them. And we're, we're holding ourselves back because we're not we're not finding our full potential. Yeah. These kids are behind there and we forget about some of those things. Um, and, and that's what makes my lifestyle as a coach so important um if a kid calls me and says hey coach i need help i'm there you know um if one of my family members is the same thing i'm there you know and uh i tell my sister all the time i'm like i don't think i'm and this is gonna sound crazy man but i don't think i'm supposed to be on this world for a long time i think that i'm supposed to touch as many people as i can in a short span and you know um whenever it's all said and done i'm like hey i did my job and it wasn't for me it was for him, for for the Lord and for the kids. Well, I'm impressed with the passion you have for your job, <laughs> man. God Almighty, yeah, man. I got goosebumps sitting here listening to your story. Um, and yeah, I mean, gosh, the the impact you're having on the community, these kids out here who just don't have anybody, and like like you mentioned, locked up or going through something. It's just such a great thing that you're doing. Yes, sir. And not only are you teaching them, you know, how to, you know, live, be a man, but tell me, you also have to teach them how to pitch too, right? Like at yeah. some point, you got to teach these kids how to throw the dang ball. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. How's that? Um. So, <clears throat> so our training sessions, it all depends on age to begin with. You know, if I have a younger kid, I'll start him off with like a 30-minute session, you know, yeah. kind of see where he's at mentally to begin. And then, um, you know... I see him maybe once a week, twice a week. So my older guys, we can do, you know, an hour session, and it's a lot more strenuous. Yeah. Um, uh, so I've been doing this probably a year and a half now. So kind of the – it took off probably after, like, six months. I was, like, I was kind of skeptical. I was working three jobs to begin on top of that. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and I still had the little one. She's living life at the same time. So I'm like, I got to make sure that I'm, you know, things are, are going well. Yeah. Um, and it's just taken off, man. I see between 13 to 15 kids a day now. Wow. Um, so Holy days are gosh. long, uh, six, right. Usually about six days. And then, um, also when I have my teams and I'm pretty much working seven days a week. Um, so beautiful. All right, so if somebody wants to get into your program, how do they how do they find you? Uh, shoot me a text, man. <laughs> usually, usually a text is the best thing because I'm usually not really on my phone yeah. because I'm training with the kids so much. You get back to them. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, so what's your contact? Uh, my you, phone number. You want to put that out there? We don't. Yeah, want... <laughs> definitely, man. Um, definitely. Uh, so my phone number for you know. I don't really have a name for my thing. Everybody just calls me Coach G or G. Coach um, G's number. Yeah, Coach G's number, 803-645-9619, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, what advice can you give to a young person who's thinking about taking a, a similar path to you? They want to play college, they're in high school. Aside from come get some, like, you know, really great coaching, yeah. what else do they need to be thinking <laughs> about? they got to eat the PB&Js, obviously, too. You got to. You got to. Um, if I could break it down to maybe three things. Uh, the number one thing is commitment. Make a commitment to yourself as a young man that every single day when you wake up, there's nobody out there in the world that's going to stand in your way of what you want. Um, secondly, make it a lifestyle. Don't don't go about you know, oh I, I'm going to go hang out with my friends and then baseball next. Nah, whatever sport you're playing, that is the first thing. Yeah, we don't take vacations during the off season. Making sure that you know your goal is your goal. Yeah. The second that you that you have second thoughts about it, man, that's not that's not what you want. Yeah. There's no there's no like let me just dip here and dip here. Nah. Got to be 120. And and a lot of people say don't put all your chips into a cookie jar. Nah, put them all in. <laughs> put them all in, dude. Heck yeah. All of it for sure. So awesome. Fantastic. Well, it's been awesome learning about your program, catching up. We'll have to have you back on down in the future <laughs> when pleasure, your kids man. are playing in the, the MLB too, you know, so we can have them on. Maybe one day. Absolutely. I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback.